every morning. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. 7.50, so let's quickly get into some uh, other news-making headlines right now. Uh, Harmony having come out with their interim set of earnings as well. 34% increase in production, uh, 1.1 billion rand operational free cash flow generated by operations. Their net debt also reduced by 333 million rand. Uh, that's to 4.6 billion. Still a high number on that front. Uh, you're, you're sort of assessment of the mining companies, including Harmony as well, it seems to have been fairly okay of late, Chantal. Yeah, so it's been actually a good year for mining companies generally, um, in particular in the precious metal space and um, even more particular PGMs. Mm. Um, gold has um, seen some support from a rand basket price perspective, um, but Harmony actually... Production looks really good, um, but it's flattered by the inclusion of, of Hidden Valley, which is a new mine that came online for them. They also saw some really good um, head grades, which also would have had a had a positive impact there. Um, but they had several one-offs in their results. So if you actually look at the bottom line, um, headline earnings per share, I think, um, down quite significantly um, and tracking well behind market expectations for the full year. Um, and the reason being um, there were several accounting adjustments. So with Hidden Valley coming online, it suddenly became a uh, depreciating asset. Mm. So they've actually had to take some depreciation and and amortization charges on Hidden Valley. um, And then also a lower derivative gains and a translation loss on some of their U.S. dollar denominated debt. So even though uh, debt did come down, the U.S. denominated uh, debt went up yeah so um yeah a lot of uh, funnies in the harmony result but from production perspective definitely a lot better um and i see that they've actually had one of their best safety performances um in in years um actually they're saying it's the best ever um and that would translate into a better production performance Mm. and generally that would translate into a better operational performance as well which i think they did deliver um despite profit being down by quite a bit. Quarterly loss time injury frequency rate of 4.84, which is achieved by the South African operations in December 2018 in that quarter. And as you said, improved safety performance and the best ever uh, on that front too. Headline earnings per share, as you mentioned, down significantly, 94% uh, slipping there in a comparable period. So certainly a little bit of of hurt, but uh, a lot more coming through from them. So some sense of positivity there. Chantal was mentioning a lot of funnies that are happening uh, with Harmony. F- the funnies that I believe everybody needs to talk about is what is happening at Woolworths in Australia. Because they've lost the, their CEO. I think he is the third CEO to leave David Jones in yeah. five years. And yesterday they announced the resignation of its uh, finance experts, uh, Patrick Alloway and Gail Kelly. So yeah. With immediate effect. Eh? Yes. Yeah. So. Th- yeah. We just don't know what is happening and I don't know. So there was a lot uh, of change in that Australian business, particularly at a headquarter level. So um, they actually, David Jones, as I understand it, used to be based in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Country Road was based in, Mel- in Melbourne and they decided to merge headquarters for Country Road and David Jones, which resulted in quite a lot of people being uprooted. So you did see a measure of that kind of creeping into these resignations, but these ones are quite sudden and they're quite 
late in the game, uh, which tells me that things probably aren't as good as uh, what Ian Moy would want us to believe in Australia in terms of the, the, the progression of the turnaround strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the share price reflected that yesterday, um, going well below 50 rand a share. Um, I guess it's, from my perspective, I think it's starting to look uh, quite attractively priced, but um, there might still be bad news to come. Isn't that the problem, though, that despite it heading lower and looking attractive in that sense, is it good for the gains? Good for the gains? Yeah, is it good to to go up at some stage? I mean, would they not... And I mean, David Jones doesn't actually occupy that big a part of the company. It's around 10% or so. So, you know... Without it, would it not do better? So at this point in time, if you look at the valuation and you kind of uh, strip it down into to the sum of its part, yeah. David Jones uh, is valued at zero by the market. David Jones doesn't have any value according to the market. Uh, Country Road is a very stable, very strong business doing mm. very well in Australia, which is actually quite a tough retail market. Um, and in South Africa, the food business is, is um, probably moving into kind of best of breed space you've got a potential for a turnaround in SA clothing I mean it's it's been a a tough couple of years but things are starting to look better Mm. Uh, I don't know uh, Nastasia ladies clothing is starting to (laughs) look a little bit better you know funny enough I walked into so I barely shop at Woolworths in in the clothing side I'm normally in the food space yeah yeah, I I would know that part I would know that part (laughs) so I ventured around you know the clothing side because now I wanted to see what they actually stock and who they targeting and who would buy certain things there were one or two items that were nice but even then I was like I don't know. Let me go and have a look at H&M and all the others and see who they're catering for, especially in the corporate office wear size. And there's a big difference. Mm. So I, I'm still trying to understand Woolworths clothing business. The food business I get completely. It's the yeah. clothing one that... So, I mean, in the past, they used to be kind of the, the quality basics used to be their mantra. And they yeah. tried to change it to be a little bit more fashionable, I reckon, and compete with an H&M and a Zara. And that's not their space. That's not where they should be playing. Quality basics. That's what you want to buy yeah. at Woolworths. You want to buy really good black pants. I mean, <laughs> you're, not, you're not looking for, for all, the, all the frills and stuff. So I, I guess they're moving into that direction. And, and if they can turn that around, um, there are definitely gains on the horizon. And if there's anything out of David Jones that looks remotely mm. like a recovery of what is a very weak base, you could see an improvement in that share price. And Trenary? The, that's out of the business? Trenary falls under Country Road. Oh, so that's Trenary, Witchery, Mumco, okay. uh, Country Road, and they've got a new business in there. Name escapes me now. Okay. Oh, well. Arabili, any other hot news items? Yeah, so uh, I've got at least two here coming through. And uh, this is one we've, we've li- uh, literally just ch- uh, chatted about not so long ago, a little bit off air as well. Dondo Mukhajani, the Director General of National Treasury. Um, President Cyril Ramaphosa has moved ahead with the disciplinary process against uh, Dondo Mukhajani. And that's for failing to disclose his criminal record when applying for the job. Ramaphosa initiated the remedial action in line with the report of the public protector. Uh, that's yesterday. Uh, Busisio Mkobane issuing the report in December on improper conduct regarding Mukhajani's application for the position of his uh, and his subsequent appointment. Now, it is just a traffic offence, which he probably could have just told us and may have still even gotten the job nonetheless, but decided to not put that through as a criminal record and even having paid an admission of guilt fine 
in 2011 for contravening the Road Traffic Act for reckless or negligent driving. Oh, can National Treasury just go back to being boring again? <laughs> That's actually the need right now. How much do you think this hurts National Treasury, if at all? Do you think we can still find some sense of stability? And does Dondo Mukhajani stay despite this? See, National Treasury is a is an incredibly uh, well-regarded institution, and I don't think it's going to to do too much to tarnish the the image of uh, what's really been kind of a stalwart in South African politics mm. from a departmental perspective. Um, does he stay? I don't think he can stay. Yeah. Uh, it's still right. It so um, if you consider the Ntlanda Nene case, um, dishonesty, even though he didn't do anything wrong technically, yeah. he lied. He still lied, right? And but a lie by omission is still a lie. It is indeed. But that's one part of the blame. My question is, how are officials applying for jobs at such a strategic part of government treasury and no background checks have been done? Or, yeah, sufficiently so, right? It, it wasn't, if it was done, yeah. it clearly wasn't done properly. I mean, you can't rely on a Z83 application form as the truth, and then he goes mm. through the various stages of the interviews, and that's it? Surely not. It will be an interesting one to look out for. Very quickly, before we close out the show as well, the sugar uh, uh, um, sector is also struggling quite a bit. Uh, they generate about 14 billion rand a year and is responsible for, uh, responsible for at least 350,000 jobs. And they say they're seeing a crisis on that front stemming through from uh, that drought we had in South Africa. And they're in a perilous state and are questioning why President Cyril Ramaphosa said, and I quote, sweet nothing uh, in his <laughs> State of the Nation address about the embattled sector. So they're hoping for a large uh, uh, bailout on that front too. So we'll see how that one comes to the fore, the uh, sugar sector uh, struggling to stay afloat in South Africa too. That brings us to the end of the Tuesday edition of Classic Business Breakfast. It's goodbye from me and Tash. And don't forget, we still have Chantal Marks. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, you get to say goodbye properly for us as well. Hey, Tash. <laughs> yes, so we'll be back tomorrow. It's 8 o'clock.